A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a crazy malicious compliance story involving $30,000. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, you cannot access this website. Once upon a time, there were no iPhones, no Wi-Fi, social media was MySpace, and YouTube was pretty much just a shell of its current self. The internet had just hatched from its egg and needed time to grow into what it is today. But as a kid in the early 2000s, that wasn't helpful when you wanted to play games now, and in school, because your parents wouldn't let you play them on a weekday, and you didn't have a Game Boy. So there I was, bored to death in the fifth grade because I didn't like school much, and that meant on Monday I'd have to wait five days to eventually get back to playing Star Wars Battlefront, the better version, not the new trash, or Burnout 3. As there was in most elementary schools, we had a computer lab. It was big enough to host one classroom of 40 students, and then some, and had state-of-the-art Dell computers with Windows XP. For the most part, we were limited to a few educational PC games, Microsoft Office, and the internet, which was limited by the firewall to just the educational sites and Disney's Flash games. They did have the Oregon Trail, but I was too stupid at the time to play more than 10% of the way through without losing my money or everyone dying. The computer lab was accessible before school between 7 and 8.30 a.m., during two breaks, breakfast for 20 minutes, lunch for 40 minutes, and after school. The only problem was that there was nothing exciting to play. I would try every games website I knew, but the result was always the same. Mini clip: you cannot access this website. Free online games, you cannot access this website. Newgrounds, you cannot access this website. Okay, fine. Nickelodeon, you cannot access this website. I guess they don't like SpongeBob. One day, my older brother, the computer whiz, finds out about how to download Flash games from around the internet onto his local hard drive which is as simple as taking the cookies from where they're stored onto your computer into an easily accessible location. Now, we start building a repository of all of our favorite games from the internet, but the only way we can play them for now is on the weekends and through the Flash Player. No matter, we have a repository. Except, at the time, I didn't really know what else to do with it. Honestly, I have my older brother to thank for a lot of this, since he was really into computers and the internet because the next find was really important. Freewebs.com, the free website hosting site. There's only so much a 10 year old can do with this, but I spent hours designing and playing with the website. I would substitute game time with free website designing. It wasn't necessarily a video game, so my parents didn't mind me on it. And I found out that it wasn't a blocked website at school, so I would just keep building websites in my free time. Once a website was finished, I would build another, continuously improving and upgrading and designing with new combinations. It went on like that for about a week and I'd have 5 free websites built in that time. And then I found out that you could upload Flash components on a page. Now imagine, you're a 10 year old and you just found out that Pandora's box is standing right in front of you and you can do whatever you want with it. What do you do? Keep it to yourself? Tell an adult about this newly discovered volatile power? Hide it and make sure nobody else can use it for evil? Close, but not quite. I embedded a healthy variety of Flash games on that page. 
From the really meaty ones like Drag Racer V3 and the Murloc RPG to some miscellaneous light ones, there was a trial run after all. I just needed to know if it worked and, if it did, how far I could push it. I did my work and went to sleep a little early that night because curiosity got the better of me more than staying up past my bedtime did. That next day I walked into the computer lab right when it opened up, the only one to walk in, and went straight for the website to the page where I embedded the games. I remember being so anxious about whether or not it would work, and the uncertainty was nagging to me ever since the car ride to school. I just needed to know, would I be able to play those games? To put it simply, there wouldn't be a story if they didn't work. The games worked. Not all of them did, but they worked. Drag Racer V3 had a save function, so all I could really do was play arcade mode, which was fine with me, but just about everything else worked as I expected them to. The problem I did find was space on the website filled up quite quickly, and I told myself that night that I would embed more games on the other sites I built. I'd focus only on games that I could play casually, not lengthy ones like Murloc, because if I couldn't save, then there was really no point in playing them. By the time I left the computer lab that morning, there were three other kids. This trend would continue no matter where I went. I went home that night fixing everything I could. When I reached my perceived limit, about 20 small games on the main site, I would load more games to another site. Eventually, I would move to fixing each website so they were separated by categories, action, shooter, racing, etc. But as far as I was concerned, it was a problem for future me. I'd go to sleep early again and be the first and only one in the computer lab and be only of a handful of kids that would stay there. That would go on for several weeks. One day, the computer lab was busier than usual, which was fine because that was 10 kids and I was guaranteed a computer I could sit down and play at. A group of maybe three of those kids saw me playing on my websites and without asking for a link, just looking at the URL on my browser, they started playing. For now, it was just me and those three kids and I really didn't think much of it. I went home that day just thinking about playing another game and switching up the website so I could navigate it easier. I went to sleep and got to the computer lab the next day, the first one there. A little while later, more kids started walking in. Day by day, there were more kids coming in. By the end of the week, it was half full. A week after that, no more than 10 computers were left vacant. Eventually on the guestbook, because Freewebs had that to allow you to post comments on the site, I had commenters. Everything from fans of the website saying hi, to kids who wanted to play a certain game from a certain site. It became a thing where I would read the requests during the day, make note of what games I could actually add on what website, and then download them and replace them later that night. Months later, the websites I built packed that whole computer lab. I even remember a day when I walked in late and there were kids watching each other play when they couldn't get a computer themselves. I couldn't even find one I could get on, but adolescent me felt a strange sense of accomplishment and pride seeing so many people recognize the work that it took to build something they all could enjoy. Unfortunately, over spring break, the school district also recognized my work and rewarded me with a firewall notification the Monday I return. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. I was upset, but looking back on it, I realized that I followed the rules so well that it caught the adult's attention. It was interesting because I wouldn't talk to anyone outside of me playing my games on the computer but I felt like the mastermind sitting in plain sight who was the reason everyone was there. I don't think anyone connected the dots that I was the reason the computer lab was completely packed. It's probably not a great malicious compliance, but it is a story I think about from time to time. I absolutely love this story because as a kid who grew up, especially being on computers in the early 2000s, this whole thing is right up my alley. I was always messing around with like free website builders, forums. Back in those days it was called like Envision Free. Fooling around with vBulletin when I had access to something like that. I always wanted to build some kind of massive forum back in that day where people would hang out and there'd be flash games on it. It absolutely got nowhere for me, but I loved it and like customizing the sites and creating custom themes for the websites. It was just such a fun hobby. Our next story is, no, we are not seeing every attraction at the zoo. I'm going to keep this story short and to the point. Several years ago, I want to say early to mid-2010s, my aunt gathered my sister, myself, and her children so we could all go to the Brookfield Zoo. For those of you who don't know, this zoo is a key attraction if you're visiting the Chicagoland area. It is also absolutely massive. You can spend all day in the zoo and still not see anything. With this in mind, my aunt made it explicitly clear that we were not going to walk across this entire zoo. She said we were each allowed to pick one attraction to see and that was it. Alright, fine by us. Now, here's something you need to know about each of us and the kids' crew at the time. I'm the oldest of all the cousins, so I had some degree of influence over the others. Additionally, for children, we were all extremely clever. We had to be. We're from a very large, sarcastic, and witty family. As I would have been in my pre-teen to early teen years back then, our plan of attack fell on me. A plan that we all ended up agreeing on. Once we got to the zoo, we each announced an attraction that we wished to see. I wanted to see the desert house. One of the cousins wanted to see the aquarium. One wanted to see the wolves. Another wanted to see the bears. And our final wanted to see the bat house. My poor aunt. She didn't realize it until after we'd already seen the bats and we were walking away from the aquarium, that we planned our attack perfectly. To her credit, she commended us on this, as there was no way she was going to get us to stop laughing long enough to punish us. We arrived back at the original meeting point a lot later than expected. When our aunt had to explain what happened to my parents, we all bursted out laughing all over again. It has to have been nearly 10 years since I did that, if my math checks out and I still find myself chuckling about it to this day. Next time I head back to the Chicagoland area, I'm going to have to gather up my cousins again so we can have another great day at the zoo. We can laugh about our brilliant plan once again and probably give the hyenas a run for their money in the giggle department. See, the problem is they gave them free reign of where to go when all of those kids knew the layout of this zoo well enough to know how to mess with you. 
It's one thing if they actually wanted to go see their favorite exhibits. It's another when they're just trying to make sure you spend as much time as possible in that park. Our next story is, want it done immediately? I won't do it all. Not as dramatic as some others here, and not too long either. Also, I'm not really sure if it counts as malicious, but here goes. My father is an extremely impatient man. I cannot stress that enough. If he wants something done, he refuses to wait even one second and flies into a rage almost immediately. I was playing with my sister one evening, and when dad comes home from office, plops down onto his sofa and yells at me to get him the newspaper immediately. Now, I know that he read the newspaper in the morning and it's now lying in a chair in the back garden, a five minute run from where I am and back. You'll notice, dear reader, that five minutes is significantly more than the one second my father was willing to wait. So I immediately handed him an old newspaper that I had on my table for some art project. This is not today's paper, my father yelled. Get me today's paper immediately. So I stood up and sat back down again. I can't get it for you immediately, so I'd rather not get it at all. I don't want to disappoint you, I replied, and continued playing with my sister. He then went and got the newspaper himself. Took him 10 minutes. I've never been more thankful that our home had a strict no-hitting-the-kids policy. You lived on a massive property if you literally said you had to go running for it and it would take you 5 minutes to get back. I'm just trying to imagine the field that is considered their garden. That said, our next story is, I got fired and cost the store approximately $30,000. I was working a second job at our local small grocery and butcher shop a few nights a week to pay for my kids' activities. I was hired as a cashier. The person that did the end of the day butcher shop cleanup and sanitizing quit. So instead of hiring someone for cleanup, the owners decided that the cashiers could just do it between customers. The owners sat at their office, watching TV and screwing around, and when a customer came in, doorbell would ring, they would buzz the phone in the butcher area for the cashier to come check them out. When I came in for my shift at 6pm and was told about the new setup, I told them no. I was not hired to clean up the butcher area, I was hired to run the register and stock shelves. The owner then said I would clean the butcher shop or I could consider myself fired, and they walked away. I said fine. I grabbed my things and left. Apparently the owner thought I had given in and was doing the cleaning, so they buzzed the butcher area when customers came in for about two hours before someone told them no one was coming to check them out. The store's liquor area, cigarettes, and scratchers got emptied out. It was 7.30 and I got a screaming phone call from the owner about how he was calling the police and I was going to get arrested. Yeah, right. Owner did call the police. The owner stated he wanted me arrested as an accomplice to the thefts because I had left. Cops asked me to come to the store, which I did, and I explained that the owner had fired me. So I went home and the CCTV would prove that fact. The tape was reviewed, and plain as day, the owner said I was fired. I estimate they lost about $30,000. This would certainly be one thing if they were bad managers, but being the owners of the store and knowing how little staff they have, they deserve every little bit of this for just 
kicking their feet up on their desk and not even like paying any attention to what's going on in the store for two hours while they're physically there. I mean, do they literally want to hire one person to do everything? Go in the back and watch a Harry Potter marathon or something? Like, what are they doing? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.